Welcome to QD Clinic. QD Clinic is brought to you by RoomNow.Live. I'm Dr. Jack Cush, Executive Editor of RoomNow.com. Today's case is called Arevarama. That means everything Areva. 45-year-old woman comes to clinic, previously treated with methotrexate, didn't like it, didn't respond to it, was put then on adalimumab, kind of better, but not really. Still has polyarthritis with some swollen joints. She's kind of a failure, maybe a partial responder. And the question is, what do you do? In the discussions with the fellows on this case, it's we talked about, you know, what are the options? In a cost-efficient world, you probably would have gone actually from methotrexate to combination DMAR, triple DMAR therapy, and then maybe a TNF inhibitor, and then maybe another TNF inhibitor, another non-TNF biologic, or another JAK inhibitor. But somewhere along the line, the drug leflunamide has fallen off the menu. And that doesn't seem to make a lot of sense given how effective leflunamide is. Outside of North America, leflunamide may be the best-selling DMAR worldwide. It works. It works just like as well as methotrexate and seems to have a similar side effect profile, although my partner says methotrexate has side effects from here up, meaning from like the chest up, head and sores, and leflunamide's got it from the chest down. Uh, I'm not sure it's quite that simple. A few things you should know about leflunamide. I, I, I was a non-believer in leflunamide until I got involved in the leflunamide trials, and then I became a big believer, so maybe I've drunk the Kool-Aid, or maybe I have more experience using it, but it's a highly effective DMAR. Um, a few things you need to know. The main thing, of course, would be liver enzymes. Well, main thing would be um, the box warning on the package insert. The box warning uh, says it's a teratogen, shouldn't be used, and people want to get pregnant although there are reports of successful pregnancies in people who are on leflunamide. Uh, and people who are pregnant should undergo a drug washout procedure. We'll talk about that next. And then it's a patotoxicity is a, is a warning. There are reports of threefold or higher elevations of LFTs or tenfold higher, but true hepatic cirrhosis, necrosis, death is really quite rare. When the FDA did an analysis of the hepatotoxicity of leflunamide, uh, it was pretty much shown to be equal to that of methotrexate with looking at specifically at threefold or higher elevations of LFTs, especially AST, 2 to 4%. Threefold or higher elevations of ALT, about 1%. So it's something that's quite manageable. You need to monitor and look for it. Um, the standard dose here is 20 milligrams a day. Forget the 100 milligram loading dose that nobody uses that anymore. There is also a 10 milligram pill. Generally, everybody should be on the 20 milligram pill unless they can't tolerate, tolerate it, and then you can go to the 10 milligram pill, or people who are doing very, very well can go from 20 to 10 milligrams a day and usually maintain the efficacy when it's being used as monotherapy or as combination therapy. You should recognize the half-life of leflunamide is really, really long. It's 21 days. The primary metabolite, the M1 metabolite of leflunamide is a drug that's also, market on, uh, also on the market for um, neurologic considerations, and that's teraflunamide. Leflunamide, not so expensive. The M1 metabolite, metabolite, very expensive. It has to do with the indications, I guess. 
but nonetheless, you're only going to use leflunamide. But the long half-life is an advantage that you can exploit, meaning people who have done well on leflunamide can be switched over to once-a-week leflunamide. I do it all the time with no loss of, tox uh, of efficacy and no added toxicity. I generally use 20 milligram pills and tell people they were taking 20 milligrams once a day. Most of them I switch to 100 milligrams once a week. Some need 120 milligrams or 60 milligrams once a week. You can titrate it depending on whether it's monotherapy or in combination. The package insert says that you should test for TB prior to or as you're using leflunamide. There is a real risk of TB in people who are, are taking this drug. We know the intolerances and the side effects of this. Um, GI toxicity mainly in the form of cramping and diarrhea, about 20% of individuals. Somewhat bothersome and often, often limiting as far as the use is either a 10% risk of hair loss or 10% risk of hypertension. After that, everything's really quite rare. Um, we talked about the, uh, the long half-life. You should know there are a number of drug interactions that you should be aware of. Um, because of cytochrome P450 activity, uh, it will increase the dose of drugs like Xanaflex, Cymbalta, and Warfarin, so you have to watch those drugs. Taking rifampin will increase the dose of leflunamide. And patients who are taking rosuvastatin should not take a dose higher than 10 milligrams a day of rosuvastatin if they're on leflunamide. If you get into trouble with this drug, either extreme toxicity or pregnancy, the recommended procedure is eight grams, eight gram packets of cholestyramine three times a day times 11 days. Now, if you're, and that's for extreme stuff and you can actually measure drug levels and whatnot if you're really worried about pregnancy issues. Uh, I rarely have ever had to do that. Um, I rarely actually ever use the 11 day, 11 day full dose elimination procedure. I often will use uh, an abbreviated procedure, either four or eight grams, whatever the patient will tolerate, three times a day for five days. And doing that, you can lower drug levels by more than 50%. If you don't do an elimination procedure because of the long half-life of the drug, it's going to be in the patient's body for I don't know, like nine years. It's really going to be a long time. So to get it out, you got to do one of these elimination procedures. But a, a, an abbreviated regimen, again, TID times five days, drops levels by more than 50%. And that might be effective enough to reduce this toxicity the patient is worried about. Hypertension, diarrhea, um, mild to moderate elevations of LFTs. These often respond well, and then either you can stop the drug or you can resume it at a lower dose. Areva is a very effective drug and should be used. You know, it's another very effective means of education is Room Now Live. We're three days away. Check it out. Um, go to roomnow.live and you can register. Make sure when you register, choose the online free registration, and then you can participate in the meeting starting on Friday afternoon, all day Saturday, half day Sunday morning. It's going to be a great program. Registration is free for online access. Be there or be online, it's going to be a great meeting. That's it for this week, for this day of QD Clinic.